Hi, welcome to the New Futurist Podcast. This is a show where we focus on real practical ways to gain greater clarity, greater insight about how the world is changing, and most importantly, how you can take an active role in creating the kind of future that you want to see. Now, this show, this episode is a quick hit. It means it's short, it's sweet, it's to the point, a little food for thought. So before we jump into it, do a little house cleaning here. If you have not subscribed, please subscribe to the podcast. Make sure that we can get you new updates, that you get some of the latest and the greatest shows and some of our uh, previous shows and, and a bunch of other stuff that we're putting into the pipeline right now. So without further ado, enjoy. So when it comes to innovation, oftentimes people confuse innovation with accommodation. And let me explain what I mean by that. Most of what is being labeled as innovation is really just an upgrade or a feature that accommodates the way that we are currently doing things. I mean, take for example, the latest iPhone. They've thrown a third camera on there and made the processing power a little bit more and all of a sudden that's innovation. But let's be honest, that's not innovation, that's just accommodation. It's just speeding up the way we already do things. It's not changing the game. You see, real innovation is where you introduce something, whether it's a new product, a service, a model, whatever it might be, that fundamentally changes the game. It forces businesses, it forces organizations to change who they are, to change the way they're behaving, to, uh, to let go of things that, they've used, that they used to do that maybe were successful in the past but are no longer relevant going forward. That's what innovation is. It's disruptive. Accommodation is not disruptive. It's accommodating. Now, a lot of people want to know, well, how do we truly think more innovatively, right? Or how do we become more innovative? Well, there's a process for doing that. And the way that you do that is you start to look around. You expand your awareness about what is going on. You identify a major driver of change that's, he that's here right now. Things like AI or big data or gene editing, whatever it might be, identify one of those and start to evaluate how it's impacting the world today. But you don't stop there. You evaluate how it's impacting the world today and then you, you start to identify what the baseline assumption is about the impact that that technology or that that driver is going to have on the future long term. And when you start to look into that, what you find is that a lot of the theories or the ideas or the predictions about, say, how artificial intelligence is going to uh, impact not only the workforce, but the way that we relate to each other. When you start to look at those baseline assumptions, those, those ideas, what you find is that they're really just projecting a continuation of what we're doing already. But that's how opportunities are missed. That's how obst obstacles arise, and that's how organizations go out of business. So the first thing is to identify, just pick any one. Make this an exercise, pick any one. AI, big data, it could be anything. Figure out what that baseline assumption is and then challenge it. And the way that you challenge it is by looking at how that uh, trend or issue goes beyond its original intent, goes beyond the original audience that it was intended for, and start to ask, what else might be possible in this realm? How else might this technology or trend impact other parts of society that are not directly involved with AI or big data or gene editing. You have to look beyond who it was originally intended for, beyond the original intent. A great example of this is Facebook. 
You know, I give this example a lot, but I think it's one that we can all relate to. 2003, 2004, Facebook is just a new, uh, a new software, a new program. I'm dating myself here. But it's, it's essentially for Ivy League college kids to figure out who's dating who and who likes what. Less than 10 years later, that technology is the number one tool that is used in the Arab Spring. It's the number one tool used to overthrow a 30 plus year dictatorship in the Middle East. Now you tell me, do you think Mark Zuckerberg was sitting back there thinking, you know what, this is great. I can know if Billy is dating Sally, but in less than 10 years, this thing's gonna overthrow governments. Probably not. But a lot of people say you couldn't have seen that coming, and I say, well, you could have by just asking better questions, by challenging the baseline assumption, by challenging what it is today and who it's intended for and going beyond that. That is where innovation is born. You must do something. You must be able to identify where the disruption is gonna come by asking questions that nobody else is asking. And when you understand it like that, oftentimes the next question is, do you really want an organization that's innovative? Because chances are, you're gonna find ways to disrupt yourself very quickly. It's up to you to decide whether or not that's a good thing or a bad thing. All right, everybody, that is it for today's show. Again, thank you so much for being here. And if you have not subscribed, make sure you do that before you uh, turn this episode off. And then also visit us at thenewfuturist.com where you can find out more about our work, uh, a lot of the free resources that we have. And of course, if you want to take your strategic thinking, your decision-making, or increase that skill set uh, to drive real innovation and create the future, then you'll definitely want to check out the Foresight Academy. And you can find that on our website at thenewfuturist.com under courses, but you can also find it at theforesightacademy.com. Again, that's theforesightacademy.com. And this is something we're doing in partnership with the University of Tennessee, where uh, folks that go through this program and they complete it are uh, issued a certificate in strategic foresight from the Haslam College of Business at the University of Tennessee. So again, check us out at thenewfuturist.com, but also if you're interested in, uh, in the Foresight Academy and getting your certificate in strategic foresight, then definitely check us out at theforesightacademy.com. As always, uh, feel free to reach out to us directly. Let us know what you think. If you've got some ideas or comments or things that you want to see us uh, or hear us talk about, we want to hear from you. We want to know. So make sure that you comment on the blog and, uh, and leave us a note. All right. Thanks again, everybody. See you soon.